Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Rakuten is proud to present Elizabeth I, the new podcast about Elizabeth Taylor as the original influencer. She was famous for her impeccable style, and Rakuten wants to help you save on the styles you love. Shopping for the perfect holiday party outfit? Rakuten makes it possible with cash back, deals, and coupons. Save money at stores you love. Get started at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Rakuten.com. Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree. I think you might be overdoing it, Dad. Oh Christmas tree. When was the last time I overdid anything? And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Trim up the tree with Christmas stuff. Can't you even tell a good tree from a poor tree? But Christmas trees are so bright and fun and pretty. Now, from the Bob and Cherry Studios, rocking around our studio Christmas tree, it's Bob and Cherry. I think because I just finished watching The English, the Emily Blunt Wild West show that's streaming on Amazon. It's so good. She, She's just amazing. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but yeah, she's she just is. amazing. Right. Um. My head is filled with those landscapes and those stories. And I was sitting thinking the other day, like, what was Christmas really like in the Old West? We all grew up, at least I did, on Little House on the Prairie where, you know, Ma would make a vinegar pie, whatever the heck that is. Right. Yeah. And once the a kids year. Would, the kids would get a handful of cranberries, dried yeah. cranberries. Yeah. <laughs> once a year, little bit would be allowed to lick the cake spoon. You know, there was, these yeah. were hard times. Okay. Right. These were hard times. But it got me, it got me wondering, like, is, do we know like legitimately anything about what Christmas was like in the old West? So you think about it, the pioneers, they were so far from their homes and they were homesteading in these really rough-hewn cabins with absolutely horrific blizzards and these like savage winds that had to be whipping the prairies. And and they were like limited in terms of what they could have for food. Christmas must have been a pretty Spartan affair back in the day on the prairie, right? Well, let me give you an idea because there are certain things that you learn when you're studying history and they go in one ear and out the other, but there are just little tidbits that stick with you the rest of your life. And I remember in a history class being taught about these very people that you're talking about. And they were not they were not like pioneers on the Ohio River, you know, settling in a, in a place like Ohio with a rich earth where you could grow just about anything. These were folks that were out there like Little House on the Prairie, you know, in in, uh, in Nebraska and Iowa. Kansas. Kansas. And, Wyoming. And parts yeah. of Colorado before the mountains, you know. And there's there's not anything around and it's now winter. So unless you, you got Ma just cannon and 
saving all sorts of fruits and vegetables, you're gonna, you're gonna run out after a while. And so it's like the middle of the winter and this child is describing to whoever wrote this part of the history book how she would break down crying just to taste something like an onion because something all they fresh. had was meat. They had some meat because they, you know, they have a hog out there they'd butcher or whatever. But the idea of fruit around Christmas or, or fresh vegetables. Kids never want to eat their vegetables, but these kids were just saying it's just this porridgey meat every day. And, and even if they didn't know that much better. Look, Finn, Finn's like, I'm out of here, dude. I don't want any part of a frontier Christmas. <laughs> we, we just, that was somebody just. He just barked and said, I'm here. gone. I'm out of here. I know, I know. That this, that this little girl, she's like eight years old, was crying just to have an onion of all things. You could see it maybe if it was a carrot, they're a little sweeter. But she said, I'll, I'll take an onion. I just can't eat this gruel anymore. And yet that's all they had until this spring. This reminds me of one of the scenes in one of the Little House on the Prairie books, which I just read religiously as a child growing up out West. It's hog butchering time. Paul has a hog and um, first they're going to, well, they're going to butcher, they're going to, the, the hog has to, you know, go. And then they're going to boil the hog and scrape the bristles off. And then um, they're going to spend the whole day getting the hog, you know, dressed out and into the smokehouse. And um, Paul cuts the hog's tail off and roasts it on the end of a stick and gives it a little bit as a treat. And she's so excited to have a roasted hog tail on a stick that she can't, she can't hardly wait to blow it off. She burns herself in her excitement to have a hogtail on the stick. And I'm looking at you, Karamia, who wants an iPhone 14 for Christmas. <laughs> and you know, it wasn't that you know, long ago. which you're not getting, but right? It wasn't that long ago that people no. really were dealing with that. We lost Loretta Lynn not long ago. What's her most famous song? Coal Miner's Coal Daughter, Miner's right? Daughter. Have you ever really listened to the lyrics of Coal Miner's Daughter? She refers to how in the in the summer they would have no shoes, but in the winter they'd all get a new pair from butchering a hog. That's where the money came from. Because he's a coal miner. He's not making that much money, especially back then. That was probably, what, the 1940s or something. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, just. I just have a head full of the West right now because of that show, which again is so good. It's streaming on Amazon, the English. So good. All right, coming up, we got morons in the news. Somebody needs to understand about modern technology in stores. And comedian Julia Scotty, some holiday goblins for you, the Bob and Sherry box office and more. This is Bob and Sherry. Veterans, there's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Sherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandSherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are 
perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with Pipe Dream Charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. It is time now for Bob and Sherry's brand new feature, Who Are These People? Have you ever been to your news feed, you know, and, and you have the top stories of the day, right? And you're going down and there's the thing about Ukraine and there's something about a celebrity who's passed. And there's, you know, something about uh, what the government's doing and something political. And then after the main stories are done, they've got like sub stories from other magazines. Could be People magazine. It could be, I don't know, Guns and Ammo. I landed on House Beautiful. They're their online website, and here is the headline for this article. Life is better with a party barn. The latest in at-home entertainment is to have a dedicated dance hall right in your own backyard. I am looking at the party barn. (laughs) The ceilings are approximately 20 feet tall. There are six chandeliers, very rough hewn, but very cool chandeliers. A dining table that would seat 12. All of the walls are cedar wood. Uh, There's a a baby grand piano there and uh, what looks like tile or marble floors. Let me read. A backyard studio offers a quiet escape for creativity. But what if you want to host a frenzy of friends for dancing? Homeowners with ample acreage are building party barns, vast structures in a rustic style that can absorb a crowd and take a bit of wear and tear. Quote, people want fun, casual spaces where they don't have to worry about formal entertaining, says designer Jennifer Robin, who designed the 5,000 square foot pictured structure of a California family. Sliding barn doors capture the views, add drama, and blur the lines between inside and out. Swing them wide open so your guests can dance under the stars. Who are these people? I, I don't Who know. I are don't, they? I don't think I have more than a handful of friends that want to come over and dance in my backyard barn under the stars. And I'm going like to have to get them Ubers. A- in order to get them out there, I'm going to have to liquor them up so hard, they're going to have to get Ubered home. I'd like to have a party barn, but without the party. I would like just, just to have the barn to go like out Like a man to. barn? Like a he the, shed? Yeah. It's unbelievable. They've got pool tables. They've got an enormous area to eat. Of course, there's a kitchen. And it, it does, it's barnish, but it's beautiful. Do you know how much money something like that would cost? And it's this article in House Beautiful is written like, oh, yes, uh, Mary, uh, how have we not, how have we gone this far without a house party barn in the back? You, the number of people that could pull that off is so small, you sometimes wonder, why did they even bother writing? But you know what it comes down to? It's like house porn. It's, it's like aspirational. Porn. That's exactly, yeah. well, it might be aspirational, but you know who, let's face it, 
very few people are going to be able to come up with something like that. The Even house if I party wanted barn. a party barn and could build a party barn, had the money for a party barn, and had people that wanted to come dance in my party barn, with this neighbor situation I got, yeah, she'll be launching cannons at us. Yeah, that's <laughs> we true. Build a party NG. Barn. You know why I couldn't have a party barn if I had party <laughs> barn money? And that's that's a new expression that I just coined. Party, party barn, barn money. <laughs> I own that. And if you use it, I will sue you. Okay? Party barn money. Um, if I had party barn money and I built this thing, I mean, it's fabulous. Skylight at the top, six iron chandeliers and the big dining table and bar. If I had my friends, especially my friends from like high school, come and visit me, um, we show us around, Bob. Okay, well, there, you know, there's the mass. No, we don't call it the master anymore. What do they call it? The primary. The primary uh, bedroom. And uh, here's the uh, den and my den. And here's our living room. Well, let me show you the party barn. The who, Bob? The party barn. Mary and I just put it up in the bed. They would walk out there and be aghast. There would be such a chasm between my party barn lifestyle and how they live that I think that I would be, in their mind, almost ostracized for being a great big show-off um, money pig. <laughs> yes, I can't, it's true. I can't argue with any of it. I think everything you just said is they, true. They, they wouldn't say, this is ostentatious. They wouldn't say, oh, this is, this is ridiculous. They would go, wow. And just you know like what that. else? Not, yeah. You know what else? You'd get a new nickname. It'd be Party Barn and Mary. That's exactly right. That's what they would call you. Especially call the you guys from barn. the Northeast. I'd uh-huh. be Party Barn They'd behind call you my party back. Barn. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that I just claimed nobody party else Party Barn use? Money. Party Barn Money. I better write that down. I wrote it down just in case oh, you, you did. didn't. Party, okay. Yeah, Party, party Bob. I even wrote Bob owns Party Barn Money and he's coming for you if you try to use it. You know, if a Kardashian Kardashian just happens to be listening to us, you know, like in... uh, Oh, sweetie, sweetie, let me help you. Kim doesn't need a party barn. She has a four and a half million dollar house next door that's a bit of a fixer-upper that she's probably going to just tear down. Girlfriend got a party mansion. She doesn't need a party barn. I was just thinking, she might be listening to us, you know, out of Ventura. And she's, she says, hmm... Get my agent on the phone. I got an idea for the backyard. That's who's going to do it. Yep. That's Actually, it'll be Courtney and Travis. Because I think they're more party barn people than Kim. Yeah, you Morons in the so. news is straight ahead. It's Bob and Sherry. Let's do it. It's Bob and Sherry. these morons off the air. With morons in the news. Have you ever noticed when somebody gets called before, like, uh, I don't know, a government investigating committee, and they ask them something like, um, so, sir, did you say these racist comments to a group of school children who then started crying uncontrollably? Um, I can't remember. The I can't remember defense is such a good one because you can't really pin it on somebody if they say they can't remember. Now, eventually you can get them if there's enough evidence. But it's now leaked out to the general public. Listen to this. 
A grandfather, high on drugs, caused $48,000 worth of damage to a hotel room. Co-owner of Heritage Hotel, this is in uh, Portscrawl, England, found Michael Turner, who is 52 years old, 52, naked with the shower running after guests complained of leaking water. Upon their real arrival, this is the police, um, the owner of the hotel entered the room and discovered it had been completely trashed. A desk and a wardrobe had been damaged, and the glass in the shower had been smashed and pulled into the living area. The shower was still running and leaking heavily through the floor into the rooms below. Mr. Turner, who was causing all of this, was naked, incoherent, and appeared to be under the influence of drink and drugs. That's so British. They, they don't say he, he drank too much alcohol. He was, he was, he's had too much drink. He was arrested, he, but he denied being responsible for causing the damage, describing the room as being in perfect condition the previous night. The defendant then said, I can't remember committing any of the offenses that you're charging me with. $48,000 worth of damage. The uh, defendant is uh, released on his personal cognizance and will get his day in court. And he is going to really regret having a little too much drink. I just, you know, I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting to not be the subject of an article entitled Drunken Grandma Goes Buck Wild. (laughs) That's one of my goals in life is to never be that person. Naked granddad, high on drugs and drinking. Let's go to today's moron of the day, a gentleman in Hialeah, Florida, who doesn't know that stores have cameras. And how do I know that he doesn't know that stores have cameras? Because he went into a Burlington, you know, the Burlington Coat Factory store. He went into a Burlington Mm -hmm. and he stole so many handbags that I, I can't count them all. And you'll see the images when you pop over to the Bob and Sherry Facebook I, th- I saw it. There's right, probably 30. There's probably 30. Right uh, yeah. Through the door with the camera looking at yeah. his face, his back, and all of the bags. Now, mm-hmm. it's about $5,000 worth of stuff. And as he went through the door on camera, with no attempt at all to conceal what he was stealing, he passed the sign at Burlington that if you haven't been in in a while, you haven't seen this. When you go shopping at Burlington now, as you come through the exit door, there's a big sign that says, see you for your next treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That, that's in one of the shots. Brazen oh bag bandit going to be busted soon. We'll get that posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. Coming up, comedian Julia Scotty, some holiday goblins. Got a great rabbit hole for you today. And if you have one of those jobs where they try to force you to have fun, You're going to love the story of the man who sued his company because he doesn't want to have fun at work. He just wants to work. 
It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry wants you to color your way to winning a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of the Bob and Sherry coloring book, It's Always Something, a coloring book for exhausted adults. All you have to do is... Number one. Go to the Bob and Sherry website and hit the contest page. Number two. Download the image. Number three. Color the image however you want. Number four. Upload the image to hello at bobandsherry.com, where our blue ribbon panel of judges will pick a winner. Color your way to a hundred dollar visa gift card and a copy of our new coloring book from bob and sherry it's the stuff we wouldn't couldn't shouldn't do on the regular show the oddcast podcast on the free bob and sherry app you know what it comes down to with marriage after about 10 years or so it all comes down to i mean the love is a given right the hope is a given but what it really comes down to is winning your point i think I mean, let's, let's just be honest, okay? You want something, and your wife thinks that it's frivolous, you know? Perhaps your wife was a single mom, and she was struggling to put her kids through school, you know, and, and, and keep a roof over her head and, and all of that. And a, and a buck is a buck. And there you are, this uh, guy that lucked out with a gig that he has been uh, writing you know, like an old broken down pony for most of his career, but he's still in the saddle and ha ha to the world. She sees that. And when he buys something that she considers frivolous, she wants to be able to bring that up and say, why did you buy that? And here we go. Well, I just went, I was talking to Lamar the other day on the air and I was talking to him about this new um, sort of flat grill that I have that you use outside and you can put shrimp on it and you can cook it and blacken the shrimp or you can put vegetables on it. It's you can put chicken. Top, right? It's a flat top, man. And it's got a little tiny gas burner. So it doesn't come with its own table. You got to put it on something. So I was in the fancy, uh, and every town has one of these, uh, the fancy hardware store the other day. And they sold these oyster tables. Have you ever seen an oyster shucking table? It's like four feet long. It's made out of, you know, rough hewn sort of wood, just ply, not plywood, but just two by fours. And you, you stain it yourself, at least the one that, that I bought. And Mary was away when I bought it. And it has a hole for a bucket where you throw the, uh, the shells. Well, I'm not really using it for that so much. But once a year, I have the lobster party around Christmas time and I got a great big cooker outside. I want to open up the lobsters on the new oyster table so that there's no mess and it comes right up to my chest. It's a perfect, perfect size. And then I've got the empty, that whole thing. I can throw extra shells down there that I'm not using and it could be a complete mess and it's fantastic. And I just stained it and I just cannot wait to use it for both the lobster party and also when I'm cooking with the flat top outside. And I know she hasn't seen it yet. I know she's going to say, "Why? how much was that? You're never going to use that. You're never going to, but here's how I'm going to win my point for my birthday. I don't know where she was probably a fancy hardware store again. Can you look at your camera right now? I'm she looking. bought me this. You see this? It's an oyster shucking knife. Yeah. It's an oyster shucking knife. And it's not been used because I haven't done no oyster shucking yet. But now I have it. And I'm going to put that bad boy right out there on my new table. 
And when she says, why did you buy that? I mean, how much outdoor cooking are you really? Oh, excuse me. You gave me this beautiful, heavy oyster shucking knife, and I just want to be able to use it with my oyster shucking table. Winning completely. And she's going to be looking at you and going to herself, get the shuck out of here, the crap he spends money on. Listen, this thing, this thing was probably $40, and I have yet to use it. She bought this thing for me, and now I have a table outdoors where I can do some shucking. I love that, Mary, you bought me a knife, so I was required to buy a specialty piece of furniture to use it on. It's the, it's the best I've got. It was $110. (laughs) You live your life. And I'm staining it myself. I put it right next to the Weber grill, right? Live your life. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be cooking. That's what I think. But that will end the argument. There'll be be no looking askance at me because I've got, she gave me this. I win. Actually, Bob, it it won't, it won't end the argument at all, at all, because I know Mary. That is not going to end the argument. It'll shut it down. Uh, initially, it'll shut it down. a minute while she formulates her next plan of attack. But you have to admit it's a good move, isn't it? I mean, it's a you good chess part, move. You know the part that she's going to like the best when you Whoa. say to her, and Mary, I, Bob Lacey, am staining this table myself. She's going to be like, hang on, I need some popcorn and a folding chair because I'm on watch. I'm going to do it. I'm not giving up on this. And I'm going to learn how to use that flat top and be a good outdoor flat top cook. Now that I got my table, I am so excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I might even shuck some oysters with this nice knife. It's Bob and Sherry. From sleep training to sex tips, if you have questions, I have answers. Hi, everyone. I am Dr. Kim, your confidant and host of the Parentologist podcast. Each week on the show, we dig into relevant topics related to everything parenting, marriage, current events, and mental health. You'll feel like you're in the room and part of the conversation. So please join me and get your weekly dose of expert-level advice and resources from me and my guests in a relatable, easy-to-digest way. Listen to the Parentologist podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the Parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, uses directed and keep out of reach of children. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It's a podcast with stuff you won't hear on the regular show. I had Todd track down the founder of the American Museum of the House Cat. I, I got the cat mummy, which was a real rare find. In, what did it know, look like, well, doctor? It, well, it looks like it's just an old dried up cat. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry uncensored, uninterrupted, and unfettered. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. You know, I like people, but I don't crave being around people. You know what I mean? I do. Am I odd? Not Would in that you say way. That I'm, no, you're not odd. I'm, I'm not odd in that way. You can get the Bob and Sherry Odd cast by going to our website, bobandsherry.com, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, or text the word oddcast to 888-262-7437. 
888-BOB-SHERRY. Or the simplest way, get the new Bob and Sherry app for your iPhone in the App Store. I listen to you every morning on the way to work and the podcast on the way home from work every day. It's Bob and Sherry unlike you've ever heard them before. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, live, live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. I don't know if you guys are following this huge controversy with the fashion house Balenciaga and their BDSM um, advertising campaign yes. that featured kids. It's insane. Like, I, I, I don't know who makes these decisions and goes, yeah, this will fly. Um I got a DM on my Twitter that I laughed so hard. I mean, I was wiping tears off my face. And the DM, I saved it. Hang on, I'm going to pull it up so I can read it to you. The DM read this. Hey, Sherry, I'm sure you're aware of what's going on with, Bo- I don't even know how to say it, Bal- Balenciaga. Is that it right, Max? I, I don't hey, know. Hey, Sherry, I'm sure, you're going, I'm sure you're aware of what's going on with Balenciaga. And I certainly hope that you have gotten rid of all of your Balenciaga items in protest. Let me know. <laughs> I don't own any <laughs> Balenciaga items. I can't even pronounce it. I I don't own anything that would even be remotely close to an article of clothing or a handbag that costs that kind of money. Like I literally buy my clothes at Gap and Target. I do not. I don't even know. I don't even know what you would buy at Balenciaga. So I went on their website to take a look. Yeah. And like. I'm sorry. I'm happy if you can afford four or $500 bedroom slippers. Like, good for you, working hard, living the American dream. Go get that bread. $400 bedroom slippers? Look at me. $400 Um, bedroom slippers? I I find it interesting that, especially these days, it's a fairly new phenomenon, I think, that some people pick the oddest things to get all hot under the collar and, and carry a flag for. You know, like out of the blue. Why does? She, why would she assume that you're living he. that lifestyle? Is it because we're on the? It, oh, it's a he. Is it because <laughs> we're on the radio and the assumption is that everybody on the radio, um, you know, people are throwing money at us and, and you know we're living lifestyles of the rich and famous. You know. You know, I no. I don't know, and I I don't think that that if you've ever seen like a picture of me or seen me at the grocery store that you go. Well, now look at that. There's a woman who's probably wearing $8,000 worth of clothing. Like, never, But that's what's in this guy's head. And I think he hears you coming out of the radio. And it is kind of a magical thing. I mean, it's a very unusual job, you have to admit. And I think that he assumes that you have uh, the ability to spend that kind of money on clothing, $400 bedrooms. I mean, I just just wouldn't, even if I... I went to their website. Remember, I, I just said that. I went to their yeah. website to see, like, and I, I, I hope I'm, pr- I'm probably not even pronouncing it right, Balance, Balenciaga. So I was like, well, let me see what they have at, at um, Balen- Balenciaga. Well, they have um, a partnership with Adidas, and they have a short sleeve T-shirt, and that's only $1,750. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making it up. I'm not making it up. But no, I don't want to give the impression, like I don't want to be a drama queen and give the impression that you can't find something a little bit cheaper. So if you're willing to wear the Balenciaga Adidas you're saying shrunk it, You're saying it correctly. Balenciaga. I am. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay. If you're willing to wear the shrunk T-shirt, it's like a little baby shrunk tee so that, you know, your midriff, your belly shows and ooh, sure. your abs, mm-hmm. um, which... If I ever, 
folks, if you ever see me out in public in a shrunken baby T-shirt with my belly hanging out, call 911 because I need a mental health evaluation desperately. You can get that for $550. So, yeah, I didn't want you to think that you couldn't, you couldn't get something affordable. How about let's take a look at um, what do they have for men at Balenciaga? Um, I'm going to look at the underwear because I'm thinking maybe you could get out cheap. You know, a little something under the tree from this right. controversial brand. You like boxer briefs, right? Hundred mm-hmm. percent cotton boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get you a pair of those for two fifty. Two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, but if you're willing to wear the tighties, I'm gonna save you fifty bucks. You can have um, two pairs of tighty whities for two hundred. You know, I hadn't been in a a really expensive New York City department store in years. And uh, I guess it was you and I were up there meeting some clients, I think. And I had an afternoon off. And I'm not going to say the name of the store, but, you know, you can probably guess. It's on Fifth Avenue. And I hadn't been in there in years and years and years. And I walked in and I went over to the men's section. And there was a sport jacket that was kind of kooky looking. It was um, like plum colored and uh, it had like one pocket too many. I mean, I wouldn't have purchased it, but it was a designer and it was $3,500. I had to stop myself from sounding like some hick from Nowheresville from by going, yeah. are you kidding? $3,500 for this? And it, and I, I, I was going, what could I buy here? And I found out, I found myself in the sock area. <laughs> and I found a pair of no 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 show them socks, you know the low cut socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I that I wear all the time, and I bought a pair, and it was my splurge. It was it was thirty dollars. Well, you don't no want to sound you don't want to sound thirty dollars. Like, you don't want to sound like a hick from Nowheresville. I'm about to sound like my husband Kevin. I'm scrolling the website, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! You got to be you got to be kidding me! There's a pair of faded ratty jeans eleven hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> it's just for people now, that this, just money means absolutely nothing and they are out there and they love to shop let me quote my husband now i'd put those holes in your jeans for free thank you <laughs> i appreciate that yeah some right i can't fathom what they were thinking at balenciaga with their um advertising campaign which is costing them everything they're going to need to sell a whole lot of pairs of 200 dollars tidy whities to fix that mistake it's mm-hmm. bob and sherry bob and sherry wants you to color your way to winning a 100 visa gift card and a copy of the bob and sherry coloring book it's always something a coloring book for exhausted adults all you have to do is number one go to the bob and sherry website and hit the contest page number two download the image number three color the image however you want number four upload the image to hello at bob and where our blue ribbon panel of judges will pick a winner Color your way to a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of our new coloring book. From Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. It is time now for Bob's favorite memes and quick posts of the week. And here we go. Here's the first one. Marcus and Fiona have had three dates. Fiona knows this means she will either end up spending the rest of her life with Marcus or eventually having to break up with him horribly. 
Both of these ideas are terrifying to Fiona. Tomorrow, Fiona will fake her own death and join the Cirque du Soleil. You know what jumped out at me there? You know what jumped out at me there? We, in all the years that we've been doing this show, we have never once addressed the third date. The third date is unlike any other date. It's like the first date has its own thing. The second date means, okay, you're not that creepy. You're not that kooky. You're not that annoying or scary. I'll go out on a second date. But the third date says, I may be interested in you long term. The third date has heavy, it's got heavy messages with it. I thought you were going to say that we've never addressed on the show faking our own death. (laughs) Well, we haven't either. I don't know why. Haven't done that either. No. You know what I mean about the third date? The third date, first date, all right, we're checking things out. Second date, confirming. Or reinforcing what we learned on the yeah, sec- on the yeah. first date. Yep, third date. The, th- yep. the third date, uh, is that when you, your friends say, well, what, what are you doing? Uh, I'm seeing someone. Is that the I'm seeing someone date? The third oh, date? Oh, no, I, not for me. I'm not, third date is not I'm seeing someone. No. How many dates to, before you say that? that well, you just string I mean, a guy, a- you're just stringing a guy along, aren't you? Stringing a guy along. Third date, I'm not seeing somebody. No, third date is yeah, I kind of like them. Gonna see where this goes. Third date is gonna see where this goes. What's the date that uh, I'm kind of I'm seeing someone? Sex. How many dates after is that? sex? After you've had sex with the oh, person? Oh wow! Yeah. Well, that jumped right out. Um, and clearly, Max and I don't do that until the fourth date. Okay, because we're old fashioned. <laughs> well, then you're gonna like this next meme. Once you've ruined your reputation, you can live quite freely. I agree with that. You know, once you don't care about anybody and what they think of you. I've been talking about that for the last two or three months since since I read that Reese Witherspoon quote where she said, you know, once I gave up caring about what anybody thought about me, I I just my life became better. That's the same. That's a good idea. Maybe you could just live your life without ruining your reputation first. Yeah. That's a good idea. There's a thought. People should embrace right? that. Yeah, very good. Oh, sure. very good. Where's the fun in that? I know. I'm <laughs> such a buzzkill. Uh, this guy I'm looking at, there's, uh, he's, he's holding up a, uh, a sign that he has made himself. And it looks like he's at some sort of a rally. And the sign says, build the wall around my house. I hate everyone. This one is kind of like the, the Reese Witherspoon thing, too. It says, if you're struggling in life, it's important to remember that nobody cares. And you know what? They don't. They don't care. We worry so much. You know, did, I, did I make a fool of myself at the party the other night by, by just blurting out something? But the people who were there, the people who heard it, they're so involved in their own life. They don't even... They don't even remember most of the time. Unless, it, I mean, if it's something really horrifying, then they would. Then they would. Yeah. But most people, it's gone. I think you get to a certain point. Like, that. that's really true. The dynamic you're talking about is really true when you're, like, a teenager in high school. Like, that kind of thing is really true. But then you get to a certain point. It's like, oh, whatever. 
know? Yeah, you just know. I've been Nobody through so cares. much. Everybody's been through so much. I, I can't fixate on, on that. Nobody cares. Yeah. You ever seen like on a park bench, there's a little plaque, like somebody has given money Donated to the park it. and they got yeah. it in memory of somebody. This is actually a brass plaque that's on a park bench in memory of Roger Buxelsby, who hated this park and everyone in it. I would sit down there. I, I would sit down there. And finally, what doesn't kill you mutates and tries again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wash your hands. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. It's time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. This is a very unusual comedian that we're featuring. Her name is Julia Scotty. My first time here. Um, I walked around your lovely town today, and uh, I realized that uh, every place I went, I was the oldest person there. (laughs) What have you done with all the old people? Where are you hiding, Grandpa and Grandma? How'd you escape, you old... I am old, man. I I got a birthday coming up. I'm at this age where I can't even lie about my age anymore without getting the face. I was telling people I was 60 for years, but I just kept getting this. So, uh, I did go shopping today. Uh, I, I, was, I, I, did, I was gonna get earbuds, uh, but I, decided, I couldn't decide to get earbuds or a hearing aid, so I went with the... <laughs> I'm in my golden years. Can, do you mind if I ask how old you are? 77. No, you're not. <laughs> did you see you said 77, right? I hate you. <laughs> you live up here? What do you, climb mountains and stuff? And wrestle bears? Look at you. You don't look fantastic. What's your name? Paula. 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 Oh, okay. Paula. It's a, G- it's a Jersey. I don't, I don't speak Utah. Where I am at Paula. Because that's what Italian guys yell at their wives. Paula. Make me dinner. I'll help you. Bring the stove over here. Seventy-seven. Unbelievable. Wow. So you're in the you're in your golden years too. What idiot named them the golden years? Let me, please, let me tell you something about the golden years. Okay, I'm standing in front of the mirror naked this morning. So I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm looking at myself and I'm going, oh man, if these are the golden years, the price of gold just collapsed. And my friends are all like, ah, what are you worried about? 65, that's the new 55. That's the new thing now, right, Paul? You hear people say that? They take just take 10 years off your age. What, what kind of math is that? Ah, you're 40, that's the new 30. You're 20, that's the new 10. You're 10, go back up the birth canal. You're not even born yet. I don't know, 
65 is the new 55. Try sleeping through the night without getting up to pee like four times, right? <laughs> right? Right, try climbing a flight of stairs without stopping halfway up and going, oh. <laughs> stairs, right? If you think 65 is the new 55, try getting a job. And when the HR person says to you, so, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Try not to laugh in their face and go, aren't we the optimist? <laughs> That's a very different act right there. It is, right? That's yeah. why I thought we'd feature it. It's so fun yeah. to have a comedian who's like, I'm 70, sit down. Julius yeah. Gotti, and we will post that up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. This is Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person? Are you crazy? We are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Well. Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Well. It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with t-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning Cooking with Cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts drinkware and a cookbook the bob and sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season even if it's you yeah they're crazy but they're a lot of fun just hit shop at bob and sherry.com the new and improved bob and sherry website just go to bob and sherry.com i've mentioned that these days because every time i buy somebody a gift for christmas that's personal gift gift they don't like it you know they'll smile but you can tell they don't like the sweater or they don't like the clever uh, beer bottle opener that's actually like a lighthouse or a shark or something like that now so i'm giving uh, gift cards as i do to starbucks to my nieces and nephews and i'm giving uh just a check to uh my children right i will buy some gifts for my my two grandchildren but you know what happened the other day is, is this another step away from the old way Christmas was? Is this another step? Mary came to me and she said, you know, the carpet in the uh, two extra bedrooms we have is really nasty. Why don't we give each other hardwood floors for, uh, for <laughs> Christmas this year? We do that kind of thing all the time. And do I you really? Do I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. So how's it going to work? So you're going to, do I get the money from you and put it in an envelope or do you put it on a card and then I sell you or, you know, how, how, how is that whole thing going to work? Sometimes I find that uh, mostly it comes my way, but uh, <laughs> not, not all the well, time. Some, hey, Bob. Some traditions are worth keeping. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So and I don't know. I'm just where chit chat pays for everything. Boy, that one goes yeah. way back, doesn't it? That's what we just haven't let go of. That that's going to be on my tombstone. I swear to God, chit chat pays for everything. So anyway, I'm just getting a little concerned that there's no actual gifts, and something caught my eye that I know my wife would love. The problem is. 
It costs $50,000. It is the $50,000 floating jacuzzi that comes with its own fireplace. Mm-hmm. I can't even picture such a thing. Picture a, picture a large, round uh, jacuzzi sort of spa thing like you'd get into near a pool. All right? You got that in your mind? Yeah. It's like the, like the spa thing next to somebody's pool. It's about that size. Looks like it could fit four people. Also, it's got a little engine. It's round, and it can float like it's a little tiny circular boat. And it has a little engine, electric, and uh, a handle, so you can steer it. So you put it in the lake. I don't think it would do well in the ocean. But you put it in the lake, and out you go. You're, you're up to your waist in water, in, in hot water. Somehow it has uh, the ability to uh, heat up also. You're in a jacuzzi floating out in the lake near where you live. And then you fire up the fireplace, which is in the jacuzzi. So you're going by people's decks, right? And you got your little, uh, you got the little arm thing that'll steer it. And it's very quiet because it's electric. You got a little table for your drinks. You got your fire going, right? And uh, you're, you're nice and warm because you're in the jacuzzi. You could be doing that like at this time of the year. You could be bare-chested or in a bathing suit, going right by your neighbors, going by everybody in a floating brown jacuzzi with a fireplace. And I think that it would probably be amazing and you would enjoy it very much until the moment where Jehovah smites you for your unbelievable <laughs> arrogance. I knew Jehovah's you were up say there. That. Jehovah's I up there it. doing Jehovah business, <laughs> glances down and, and calls over one of the saints. Hey, St. Peter, come here. Would you look at this? Would you look at this? <laughs> and St. Peter goes, you know what you have to do, right, Jay? And Jehovah smokes you right yeah, then and there. Just don't. Just get the hardwood floors and maybe get her a sweater. No, don't get her a sweater. She hates your taste in clothes. Get her, um, get her a gift certificate for like, she likes skin stuff. Get her a facial or something like that. And the heart. Yeah. And I do that every year though. But you're right. The first time, and you should see the picture of this thing. It's, it's got this really good looking couple and they're having wine in their floating jacuzzi on a lake with the fireplace aglow. The first thing I thought of was lightning is going to strike me the first night that I'm out at that thing. Oh yeah, it's too I, much. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And also, I know, like I look at everything now as that's just one more thing I'm gonna have to clean. My mom said, yeah. "Share, what do you want for Christmas?" Yeah. Mom, I want nothing. I want absolutely nothing because I'm tired of cleaning stuff. You, that will you be know one my new thing. You know my new slogan. That used to be money. It's hard to yep. do this time of the year, but that used to be money, right? Yep. And that smoking that. skeleton used to be Bob Lacey. <laughs> you can't have this. It it's Bobby Sherry. Restless Shores is the story of a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company and the somewhat quirky family that runs it. Shenanigans ensue every week. For 15 bingeable minutes at a time, you can enjoy murder, corporate espionage, organized crime, master thieves, 
more clones than necessary, treasure, sabotage, kidnapping, torture, adultery, seduction, plastic surgery, psychic readings, explosions. Feeling restless for more on the go content? We know we are. Go to our website at www.restless-shores.com. You know you want to. Find Restless Shores wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hi, Bob and Sherry. You may not know that we have an app, although I feel like we constantly scream it at you all the time. If you go to Google Play or the Apple App Store, the Bob and Sherry app is absolutely free. And it does all sorts of cool stuff. You can listen to our podcast and our oddcast that way. You can talk back to the show. You can text, win, all sorts of neat stuff. It's just a cool thing, and it's absolutely free. It's the Bob and Cherry app in the App Store and free on Google Play. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Do you like fun? If yes, then visit BobandSherry.com, our new, improved, and easier-to-navigate website featuring our guest bloggers. Hi, I'm Carrie Green. Join me every Wednesday for Mom Outnumbered as I brave the minefield of raising a family while maintaining a sense of humor, and I attempt to make it through, at least mostly unscathed. Oh, it's great. It's this website that's got, like, everything. BobandSherry.com. Hi, this is Allison Stellar. Join me every Monday in the Zen Den as I navigate the peaks and valleys of this crazy journey called life. It appears that the website has become alive. Hey, it's the People's Movie Critic. Check out my reviews at BobandSherry.com. Their website is so easy. BobandSherry.com And all the Bob and Sherry podcasts, including the Oddcast and Fun Size. I probably have to go shopping now. And you can. Just hit shop for the Bob and Sherry store for Cooking with Cats, the Mother of All Mothers merchandise, and the other Bob and Sherry stuff. Website. The website. It's new and improved. The Bob and Sherry website bobandsherry.com the new and improved bob and sherry website just go to bobandsherry.com oh it's talk back time if you have our app free google play in the apple store all you have to do is tap the little microphone and talk and the app does all the rest or if you're old school you can give us a call right now at 844-52-SHERRY that's 844-52-SHERRY good morning bob sherry max and doc my name is Tamara, and I am from Jackson, Tennessee. I am just calling in. I was listening to the station this morning on Star 1077, and we, you guys were talking about a young lady who called in and was telling you guys the story of how her son, who has cancer, um, is soothed by the voice of Sherry. And unfortunately, not you, Bob. Um, but I wanted to let Sherry know that it's not just that one child, because I'm actually currently eight months pregnant with my baby girl. And I listen to you guys every morning. And I feel like every morning when she hears Sherry talk, she doesn't move. She's She sits there. She's quiet. I'm fine. And then when Bob starts talking, she just starts kicking away. And I don't, I could never understand it, but I thought it was kind of funny that I heard that story this morning. And I just wanted you guys to hear it. Bye. I'm good. You know, there are people that are the baby whisperers. I'm the baby borer. (laughs) This is it, Max. I'm going to read a couple of bedtime stories for babies. And then everybody that has a a rowdy, uh, rambunctious baby can bore their baby to sleep. What do you think? Uh, Evidently, you speak to the unborn and I speak to the uh, undead. Is is that uh, what I'm to take away? No, you're stimulating and exciting. Why do you Uh, look for an insult in every freaking thing? Like, what? Before you leave they're this easy earth, to find. maybe break that habit. Like, why do you do that to yourself? 
Like you're an yeah, exciting, you, stimulating talker to of babies. You should, why yeah. don't you look at it that way? Yeah. You know, I should break that habit of always looking for the insult, you know? Ah, why bother now? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of so late in the game. Yeah, You're good right. at it. It's well, what you know. Yeah, that's right. That's Well, that's very sweet. And uh, I just love the idea that uh, your voice has, has a soothing effect on a, a child that's not even in this world yet. I mean, that's that's the way to start a Bob and Sherry listener off. Yeah, keep early. Them forever, you know, really well, my early. Friend, my friend Anne always thought that the reason that her baby settled down as soon as she got into her car seat and heard us was that her baby had heard my voice over and over again in utero, and it was a familiar voice. And that's why, because not only did not only did her baby hear the show when before mm-hmm. she was born, but I was mm-hmm. constantly like talking directly to to the baby through mm-hmm. Anne's poor Anne. I would grab her and go, "Let me talk to that baby." I would talk directly to Tubby, talk to the baby. So Anne always thought, well, the you know, Regan must, this voice is familiar and it, it soothes her. But maybe just, I'm just really good at boring babies to sleep. I love it. You what just don't know how much of it is true and how much of it is just luck or, you know, old wives' tales. I had a friend who owned, uh, Roberto Mangione, who owned an Italian restaurant and great Italian food. And some of the dishes were very, very spicy. The Fra Diavolo that they made the, with spaghetti and I think shrimp was very, very hot. And he swore that women who were pregnant and, and the baby just won't come, they, their husbands would bring them in because they heard about the Fra Diavolo and they would get pregnant. They would get um, their water would break that night or the, within a day they'd be in the hospital delivering just because of the spiciness. That it somehow affected the baby. Have you ever heard of that? That yeah, a baby would be affected I, by the mother's uh, intake of very spicy food? I tried that because my firstborn was 10 days late and and was born the size of the great pumpkin in Charlie Brown. So what a labor that was. So I'm 10 days late with this baby. It's like, this baby has got to be born. I'm, I can't go on. So I tried the Fra Diavolo. It didn't work mm-hmm. for me, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the Fra Diavolo's fault. You know, Olivia, it's so hard to get her out of her room. No wonder she didn't want to leave the womb. <laughs> she didn't want to I go mean, anywhere. This is, this is just who she is. You uh, know, she's a tourist. Uh, she moves kind of slow. Um, yeah. Straight ahead, we have a little rabbit hole for you. A special version of the 12 Days of Christmas. And then some Christmas goblins I bet you never knew about. It's Bob and Sherry. Veterans. There's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Sherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandSherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with Pipe Dream Charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Bob and Sherry, go. There's a musician named Rhea Lena who does this song in her live sets every holiday season. 
And um, well, it's pretty relatable. Here we go. Right. Well, this is the 12 days of Christmas at my house. <laughs> on the first day of Christmas, the in-laws came to stay. All hell broke loose on that day. On the second day of Christmas, his sister said to me, our tree is bigger and then all hell broke loose on that day. On the third day of Christmas, his father said to me, why aren't we having turkey? And then all hell broke loose on that day. On the fourth day of Christmas, his mother said to me, will I live to meet the grandkids? No turkey dinner, their tree is bigger. And then all hell broke loose on that day. On the fifth day of Christmas, the in-laws all agreed, I've gained weight. Will they live to meet the grandkids? No turkey dinner, their tree is bigger. And then all hell broke loose on that day. On the sixth day of Christmas, his father said to me, your sofa's old and lumpy, and then all hell broke loose on that day. On the seventh day of Christmas, his mother said to me, can we sleep in your bed? We don't like the sofa, you've gained weight. <laughs> Will we live to meet the grandkids? No turkey dinner, their tree is bigger, and then all hell broke loose on that day. On the eighth day of Christmas, his nephew said to me, Can I have a cookie? 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 Can I have a have a cookie? <laughs> Screw your diabetes. <laughs> On the ninth day of Christmas, his sister said to me, Why is my son? All the cookies can they sleep in your bed they don't like the sofa you've gained weight good for you <laughs> you all <laughs> will they live to meet the grandkids no turkey dinner their tree is bigger and then all hell broke loose on that day on the 10th day of christmas my husband said to me could you make an effort To not look so miserable. <laughs> Who ate all the cookies? Can they sleep in our bed? I don't mind the sofa. You've gained weight. But you can't tell from the front. Oh, <laughs> oh that's all right then. Will they live to meet the grandkids? No turkey dinner. Their tree is bigger. And then all hell broke loose on that day. On the 11th day of Christmas, his mother said to me, keeping job and house ain't easy, especially for a woman. But thanks for all your effort. Who ate all the cookies? Can we sleep in your bed? We don't like the sofa. You've gained weight. Will we live to meet the grandkids? No turkey dinner. Their tree is bigger. And then all hell broke loose on that day. On the 12th day of Christmas, the in-laws heard from me. Actually, I make all the money. He does all the housework. Making such an effort. Your kid's a brat from hell. No, you can't use our bed. I hate the sofa, too. Did you know I'm Jewish? <laughs> You're the ones to talk. You're fat. We can't have kids. He's got those count. We've always had a ham. At least our tree is real. And the in-laws, they left. 
the same day. Wow. You know, I don't know if any of us have been through all of those things, but I think almost everybody is hit one or two with an in-law. It's, it always amazes me when like family comes to your house and mm-hmm. says stuff like that. And it does happen. Like I would not go to someone's house and go, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing you're getting new furniture pretty soon. <laughs> but that's yeah, the kind of thing know, that happens, right? Exactly, yeah. All right, that's Rhea Lena. We'll share that rabbit hole on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. This is Bob and Sherry. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I believe this shit. I cannot believe this Yesterday on the show at this time, we were talking about Belsnickel, um, and he's part of German folklore, and every right. uh, Christmas season, um, Belsnickel, who is filthy and dresses in tattered, ragged clothing and beat-up fur and wears a mask with a very, 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 very long tongue, um, he shows up at the house, and if you haven't been nice, if you've been naughty, he beats you with a big stick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I heard from some, some of our listeners of Germanic heritage, and they felt like, you know, they get a lot of grief this time of the year for Krampus and now Belsnickel. And is there no other country in the world that has this kind of stuff going on? So today, we will celebrate the Cali Cancery. And these come to us from Greek Christmas folklore. And these are um, smelly, small, ugly, filthy little imps who live in the center of the earth. <laughs> they're goblins. Okay, they're <laughs> goblins. And they, they live in the center of the earth, the Cali Cancery. And um, they come up to the surface of the earth just once a year during the 12 days of Christmas. And they cause all sorts of problems. When they're not up causing all sorts of problems on earth, they're down in the center of the earth using a giant saw to cut down the tree of life that holds up the world. Because they're apparently just, okay, like they're just the worst. Um, they, the detail though, they speak with a lisp and they eat little things like worms and snails and frogs. They don't eat they don't eat children or people. But they'll come into your house any which way they can through the window, down the chimney, through a keyhole. And they're not evil demons, but they're stupid demons. And there's a whole bunch of them and they have specific jobs. And I I can't pronounce all of their names, but um, there's one named Magarus who has a big drum-like belly. And what he does is he comes into your house and he makes all of your food smell really terrible and filthy and gross. Um, then there's another one. He's Mentracucos. He's stocky, short-legged, clumsy, ugly, and dangerous. He spends his days hiding. And at night he goes out and teases women. Like, where do these things even come from? <laughs> That's a sicko sort of mind who comes up with that. He goes out at night and teases women. He goes out at night and teases women. Meanwhile, Uh Malpertus um, punishes housewives who forget to make sure they put a lid on the pan while they're cooking. If Malpertus sees that you did not put a lid on that pan, he urinates in it. Who comes up with this? (laughs) Who comes up with this? Who comes up with this? You'll put that Um, lid on, though. Yeah, I'll bet you will. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah, You'll learn your lesson, right? Um, and then there's um, Cop Sakelis. He has huge teeth, and his jam is mocking priests. 
<laughs> because <do> because <laughs> they have such a luxurious life, you know. So so um, how do you protect yourself against the Cali yeah. cancery? Well. I mean, it's common sense. You leave a spaghetti strainer on your doorstep at night, and here's why. I mean, how many times have you said to yourself, should I put a spaghetti strainer on the doorstep tonight? Here's why you should. The Cali Mm -hmm. Cancery can only count to two. They consider the number three so holy that they would rather kill themselves than say it out loud. So they'll sit on on your front steps counting the holes in your spaghetti strainer, but they can't get past two. So they'll count all night till the sun comes up, and then I guess they have to go hide because they can't be out in the sunshine. One. Well, that all who, makes sense. Two. Who comes up with this? <laughs> who comes up with Two. this? Um, you, the other thing you can do is you can take an old shoe and mm-hmm. you can set it on fire and just That's burn. That's what I'm doing. Now you're, yeah. You've got 12 days of Christmas with these things. You're going to mm-hmm. need 12 old shoes that you can just leave smoldering. Yeah. and. And then if you're able to repel them, eventually they will go back to the center of the earth and they won't bother you again until the following Christmas. So, you know, you know what they do during that period? Put put a lid on that pan, people. You know what they do during that period after they've caused all of this uh, havoc and everything? They go back to the center of the earth. They pick up their other job, which is unsolicited calls to buy your house. (laughs) Those that's who's making those phone calls. I swear. And they're so good at it. We'll post this up. We'll post this up. Um, how have we never heard of this either? We didn't know about <laughs> no. Bill, Bell Snickel. No. We didn't know about the goblins that pee in your soup. Like, what? And who invented this and why? But we'll post this up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook for you. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something. Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's always something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the scone goddess. Ah. Candles. Mother of all mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store, conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Well, guess what just turned 40? She was more like beauty queen from a movie scene. Oh, say it don't mind, but do you mean I am the one? Thriller, the album, is 40 years old. That's right. Let me just go down some of the information that we know about the album Thriller, which I don't care when you were born. You've danced to some of this music. I don't care if you're 10 or if you're 70. You have danced to this to this album. It was the former uh, Child Star's second solo album, he was uh, 24 years old, and he was inspired by Tchaikovsky's The Nutcracker Suite, where every song was a killer. He uh, was looking for a name for the album, and a songwriter he knew, Rod Templeton, had decided on Midnight Man until Thriller popped into his head. At 42 minutes long, it has nine songs, seven of which went out as singles, and I presume every one of them was a hit. Musicians from the band Toto helped record the album. Well, we had David Pache, who is uh, one of the people and songwriters from Toto. 
He was a wonderful guest just a couple of weeks ago, right? And yeah, I remember him yeah. saying, "I remember him saying that they worked on Thriller." Were, were you not surprised that Toto worked on Thriller? I was. They're all studio musicians. I mean, those yeah. the guys in that band—they their yeah. fingerprints are Revered. all over so much music. Yeah. Revered Thrill- studio musicians. Yeah. Thriller also won a record-breaking eight Grammy awards. Musicians from Toto were told by Jackson to imagine that they were Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Well, you're taking that pretty seriously. That's confidence. The song Thriller was originally called Starlight, and it stayed uh, on the charts for 52 weeks. Its spooky voiceover was done in two takes by horror movie legend Vincent Price, who got about $800 for his work there. Um... The 14-minute video, famous for its zombies and dance moves, broke the mold. Jackson was inspired by an American werewolf in London, that that movie. The video for the anti-gang song, Beat It, features 80 real-life Los Angeles gang members. Yeah, I remember hearing that. he taught to dance. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think most people know that the guitar solo is by Eddie Van Halen. McCartney sings on the track... The Girl Is Mine, and uh, Jackson's sisters Janet and LaToya sing background on Pretty Young Thing. Billie Jean went number one and was inspired. That's my favorite Michael Jackson song. I've got some issues with Michael Jackson, and they're obvious. But uh, I I have to say that Billie Jean is a fantastic song. It went number one around the world, and it was inspired by a woman who climbed over Jackson's wall one morning and accused him of fathering her child, which was not the case. Jackson said he was thinking about the song so hard one day that when his Rolls Royce caught on fire, he didn't initially notice it. I never heard about that story. How does a Rolls Royce catch on fire? One that you're not driving, you haven't just purchased. Yeah, yeah it's extra mysterious, I know. isn't it? I know, that's right. Do you remember the Moonwalk, the moonwalk Live uh, performance he did. I think it was, was it yeah. on the uh, 50th Motown Awards. 50th anniversary of Motown. 50th anniversary of Motown. Or and something. He did the, 30th anniversary of Motown. Yeah. I'm sorry. 30. I think it was 30. That 25th. I don't know. One it's of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time anybody saw it. That, that, that move was actually done by African Americans in movies, you know, like in the 1930s or 40s. He taught that move to Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire wanted to learn how to do that. I, Astaire was probably probably in his 60s or 70s at that point. And um, sales of the album soared after his death at the age of 50 in 2009. Thriller, 40 years old. His picture, can you picture his face on the cover of that album? He was so handsome. No, because I'm... He's so handsome. Is that the one where he's lounging, kind of? Yeah. Sort I, I of, yeah. Is it? I can't picture yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, do whatever you want with plastic surgery, but if I, if he had just stopped there, he would have been so much better off if he had just said, God, I look great. I'm just, this is my look. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to age gracefully, but, you know, that wasn't the case. He, but it's, he one, wasn't you know, it's one of the greatest Bob, albums Bob, Bob, of all time. He wasn't getting plastic surgery because he was worried about aging. He 
he had so much internalized self-hatred yeah, and emotional stuff. It, That's true. It, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, are these crow's feet? It's, it's so, like, I don't even know. It's so complicated. Yeah, yeah. It was a great shot of him, though, on the cover. So, uh, 40 years ago. Billy it's Jean's hard to believe. It's so hard dark and so amazing. <laughs> Every one of those songs is just fantastic. There it is, 40 years ago. It's Bob and Sherry. It's the Bob and Sherry Store Sizzling Summer Sidewalk Sale. Everything in stock is on sale, 10% off. 10% off. Including Sherry Lynch's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. And swag you can use, like Bob and Sherry 24-ounce latte mugs, travel mugs, H2Go water bottles, and our very hot line of Mother of All Mothers merch, including tote bags, candles, wear-around tea and sleep shirts. 10% off. It's the Sizzling Summer Sidewalk Sale. Everything is 10 off. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com and use the discount code podcast at checkout. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. So, my wife Mary decided that the tree would go up last night. And the tree is up in the attic in a bag. She's had it for years, along with these big tubs of ornaments. She's very organized with this stuff, you know. So she said, um, I'm going up there and I'll hand the stuff down Cover to me. you. I'm going yeah. in. Yeah. And then we grabbed Hampton because uh, he's getting older and she wants him to be a part of, of doing this. So we went up there and uh, she handed me the tree and I, you know, I pulled in this bag. It's, it's really amazing. The whole tree is in there. It's not decorated, of course, but it's all in there. And then she had to go do something. And she said, would you bring down some of the other tubs? And there was that moment, there was that moment as I was pulling the tub. We had one of those pull-down ladder yeah, things yeah. to go to the attic. Hampton's up there. Can I help? Can I help? He can do nothing at this point with this tub. I just don't want him to fall down and crack his head open. Right, right. right. So I'm pulling the tub down, and the tub is too, it's too fat to, to pull I'll down. Do the- I don't know how we got it up. You know, it's a year ago. You forget how things actually work. Maybe I should have done it sideways. Uh, maybe I should have gotten her to help me. But as I got it halfway down, it's stuck. It's stuck. And uh, I was going, hmm. And I'm pulling it, and I'm pulling it. And then I, I hit my thumb. And it was at that moment I said to myself, you got a choice here. The first word of Christmas. <laughs> the first word of Christmas could be coming out of your mouth. And I stifled it. And I just pushed the tub back. You only stifled it because Hampton was there. Probably. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he was watching me and he, he said, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to find a better way to do it, son. We're going to turn it sideways and see if it comes in. Can I help? Yes. You can help. But please don't fall down and crack open your head. And we slowly pulled it down. And you know what it was? It worked. And I was proud because I did it the right way. Very often in my life... <laughs> I've not done it. I have right. not done it the right way. I've done it. You've let the, the word jam fly. it any way you can way, you know? Yeah. And let the word fly way. And I and I was proud of myself that I I didn't, you know, I didn't do that. And and then I did another good thing. I had a glass of wine, you know? Mm-hmm. Normally I would be sitting in my little reading area alone. I went downstairs and I was a part of the tree decoration. I I didn't really do the decoration cuz she likes to, but I was right there. 
I was involved. You were present. That's I was all you present. need to be is present. That's right. You, you seem to show up. Yes. That's and and not complain because they loved when show I say up they, and don't women. complain. That's yeah. right. That is really fifty to maybe even seventy five percent of it for women. If you're a guy, if you just show up while she's doing this stuff and don't complain, Can and I- that goes for shopping, and that goes for all this stuff, even going to her sister's house. I will speak from experience now, not in my current life, because this is not Kevin, but um, the man complaining about Christmas while you're decorating. Sweetie, it comes every year this time, and we're going to celebrate Christmas. Right. Like, did you really think that this year I would turn to you and go, you know, you're right. This is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Screw this. Yeah. Kids, we're Jews. Did you really think that was going to happen? No. No, no. it's not going to happen. It's not. Instead, what I'm thinking while you're sitting there complaining (laughs) and I'm hanging the balls on the trees, you know what I'm thinking? Statistically speaking, how much longer can he live? (laughs) Yeah, right. Do you want that? No, no, I don't want that. No, you don't want that. And then I was faced, you know that I've, uh, I've furnished our house, right? So I consider myself to have an eye for what looks good. And she's picked a place to put the tree. That you don't entirely don't like. agree with. No, it's difficult to get around, and it's right next to uh, the couch and everything. I don't like it. And I, I, I said, you know, sweetheart, over in that corner, it would have, like, it would really look better, and we could move around. She gave me such a look <laughs> that I, I said, I'm going to go to uh, Portofino's and pick up the pizza. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, and it's going to stay there. And I took her son aside, and I said, let this be a lesson to you very early. Wherever the woman wants that tree, that tree is going to be. If she wants that tree in the bathroom, next to the toilet, that's where it's going. It. I've never understood men who... Shut up. You're not... Your complaining is not going to change anything. You're just a big negative sack of misery. Shut up. Shut a what? up. A big complaining <laughs> negative sack of misery who, statistically speaking, how much longer can you live? <laughs> Stop ruining Christmas. Stop it. Wow. Sack of misery. A I big complaining negative sack of misery. Not for a rock with band. With shoes and a head. Just, just call it sack of misery. It's a great rock band name. Sack of misery. Sack of misery. I mean, Sitting listen. Honestly, listen to some of these emo records. Sitting <laughs> you know there on I mean? the couch going, Ellie, just put it up and then we just got to take it down again. Just going to put it up to take it down again. Just... Shut up. Yeah. The ch- Shut up. It's a just month let her, out let, of let her have year. It. Let had, her have it. I had yeah. one that I would put all the Christmas lights up on the outside of the house. Uh-huh. And she would have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Wouldn't even bring the tubs down. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. and then when it got then There's when it got plenty. done, and the lights came on, and I was like Clark Griswold out there, kids, mm-hmm. look! She would go, oh, "You missed over here. <gasps> what about over there? Ooh. And don't you think we should have some lights on the bushes?" Oh, that would irk me. And that's when the holiday drinking began. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about being Todd's woman: you know, you're on the green mile at all times, right? So you better get with the mayor of Holiday Village's plan. Because he will eyeball you and you know there's the door. You I put are, her in no, the, there's the sack. The big sack of crisp. What was it? Sack of misery. A big complaining negative sack of misery.
veterans. There's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Cherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation. Thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandCherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families. This also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with Pipe Dream Charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Lux Boho Picnic courtesy of Lux Picnics by Les, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com. Bob, you're going to love this story so much that I could cry at how much you're going to love this story. A Uh gentleman, um, the court documents call him Mr. T because they're trying to protect his privacy. This happened in Paris. Okay, so I guess Mr. T, like I pity the fool. Um, is not the same in France as it is here because we would never call somebody Mr. T in court documents in the United States. No. But Mr. T does, in fact, pity the fool. He spent seven years in court battling the company that fired him. It's a company called Cubic Partners. They fired him because he flatly refused to take part in team building activities and weekend social events, his lawyer said these activities include excessive alcohol use and promiscuity. Mr. T testified in court that the so-called fun culture at work involved all sorts of humiliating and intrusive practices, including crude nicknames. And during business trips, he was required to not just share a hotel room with a coworker, but he had to share a bed with a coworker. Meanwhile... Ah. The company's what? lawyers, the company's lawyers said, look, we work hard and we play hard. And Mr. T had a brittle and demotivating tone toward his subordinates. And he struggled with feedback and different opinions. So the court looked at this. They, they fired him in 2015. He's been fighting this for seven years. The court looked at this and said, you know what? Mr. T is under no obligation to have fun at work. He's there to do a job and to be compensated for it. We rule in favor of Mr. T. I think I'm so glad that T got that. I I read that article also. I didn't see the part about sleeping with a a fellow employee. Wow. In the same bed. Yeah. Are you kidding? Can you imagine in this country, whether it was same sex or opposite sex, the, the lawsuits that would spring from that? I remember we had a an, a station and they called Tony and they were like, can, you know, can Bob and Sherry share a hotel room? And Tony said, yeah. no, Bob and Sherry yeah. cannot share a hotel room. And the guy goes, what? They're, they're super tight. Tony goes, <laughs> they're married to other people and they're sp- there would be a problem <laughs> for them. You know, it's unreasonable. And the guy goes, hey, you know, just trying to save a buck. And Tony was like, yeah, no. Um, be- and, you know, we could share a hotel room. But you mm-hmm. wouldn't sleep all night. You would not sleep no. all night. And not no. just because I would be feverishly clawing at you to get me some of that <laughs> sweet Nantucket red action. You would not be able to sleep all night. Sweet Nan- Nantucket red action. Mm-hmm. 
that's, you would not that's be able uncomfortable to... <laughs> hearing in, in so you many levels. To, you'd not be able to sleep all night because you'd be so aware that you were sharing a room with me and it would make you so tense and uptight. You would be miserable. I'd rather sleep with you than uh, like a guy. You know, if, if you I'm out on a business sl- trip. Would you sleep better sharing a room with me or sharing a room with Max? I just, uh, with you. You think you would sleep better sharing a room with Max? No, I, I would sleep better, better sharing a room with you. Oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think you would. I don't think you're no, going to sleep. Never mind. You don't even listen to me. So I'm not even <laughs> going to, I'm, I'm going to be with Max. Forget about it. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't oh, need that. Oh, now you, nah, uh-uh, mister. Not now. Uh-uh. Are you, well, you already made your decision. You already made you better, your decision. Are you no. kidding You better me. head uh-huh. down the hall and see if Doc will let you in. Doc? See if they've got a <laughs> banquet room or something open. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, you're on like this business, I'm on a business trip somewhere. Hey, hon. Hi, Mayor. How you doing? Everything okay? Oh, yeah. What's Kiki doing? Oh, oh, oh that's so cute. Where's Finn? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I had dinner in the hotel. So anyway, um, do you mind if I sleep with <laughs> Diane tonight? <laughs> you know, to save a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's the economy's a little slower and we're trying to save a little money here. So this um, no, French company, crazy. you know, typically outside of America, you don't see big cash awards in court cases, but... The company is has been ordered to pay Mr. T about $2,500 in damages. And the court is considering an additional maybe $400,000 down the road. That, that seems excessive That's to the money. court. Yeah. That seems excessive to the court. But Mr. T goes, hey, um, wait a minute. Uh, they ruined well, my reputation. Yeah, they yeah. ruined my reputation. They fired me and said I wasn't fun. That's been a problem for me. So we'll see how much money how much money he gets. I don't you didn't say what kind of a company it is. I it, it's got to be like advertising media. It's got to be some company like that, don't you think? Cubic Partners. Yeah, it sounds like some, It doesn't, doesn't sound it, like a serious like we make no. submarine engines or anything. No, it does not. It does not. That's right. Okay. Wow. Mr. T, go get him. It's going to be a good Christmas. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. We were talking about how exhausting the holidays can be, especially with, you know, if you're forced to go to parties, Christmas parties for your business or for your spouse's business. And then you have, you know, her relatives, your relatives and, you know, all of this. And you're going in these people's homes and who knows what they're serving. You know, they're never serving what I would like to have. But I tell you what, I read this article. I think it was on BuzzFeed. And I would so want to go to this person's house. Oh, my God, I would love it. This guy is posting about strange things that he's seen in other houses. And he says, my parents had friends who kept their horse inside their own home. And when they came to our house, they brought the house, the horse inside our house, too. <gasps> I would oh. I would want to be there at that moment. I want to be there when a neighbor comes up. Thanks for having us over. Flicker here uh, just loves people, you know. 
And I, I, I want to watch the horse walk into somebody else's. I want to see the horse in the person's house. And I'm not, I'm not real nosy like you are, like Mary is. You're just fascinated with people. But I would definitely want to go to that house. What would you do if someone that, okay, like Mary's made a new friend and yeah. she really wants this night to go well. And of course, you know, you're not like totally thrilled because oh, they're probably going to want to stay more than an hour, but you're, you're determined that this night is going to be perfect because Mary has asked you to help her make this night perfect. And yeah. this new friend shows up with her horse and the horse needs to come inside. And Mary lets the horse come inside. Doesn't have a problem. Well, actually, actually, Bob, you're going to let the horse come inside because you're the one who opened the front door. And Mary's looking at you like, don't, don't do it, Bob. Don't be Bob. Let the horse inside. How, how can some people get, uh, uh, have a horse, have their horse inside their house, and my dog can't get on the good couch? You are going to need to let this horse in. And then you're going to have to do your Mr. Bojangles routine to make it look like Horses come into your house all the time. Please, no worries. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and you would and do I, it. You would nail it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let Bring Flicker in. Hey, Mary, you don't mind if Flicker comes in, huh? Yeah. Mary just <laughs> said, you got to see a man about a horse. Hey, that's pretty good, huh? I mean, that works. Um, the only time I've ever seen a horse inside a house, I saw a miniature horse once inside a house. But they're, you know, they're very small. They really, I mean, a, a little kid could ride one, but they're very small. But did you ever see the, uh, I think it was Vanity Fair articles, famous article from years ago about the wives of the Rolling Stones? And the late Charlie Watts' wife was an equestrian. And uh, they had one child and they lived in the country uh, because she wanted horses. And the shot of her was her ho- horse her holding her horse inside the living room. And it is so bizarre because their living room was oriental carpeting and velvet couches and, and in rich walnut walls. And there's the bleeping horse right there. It just jumped right out at you. When my parents split up, my younger, my brothers and I were sent back East to live with my grandma. But my father, his business was still out there. And so he stayed out there. And during um, a school break, my older brother and his best friend flew out to Wyoming to help my father with his hunting and outfitting camp. And they got as high as kites and they brought one of the horses into the living room of the oh, rental no. house. Oh, no. Yeah. I wasn't there to see How it because I was back go? east. How did that go? Um, it was because you know, we're, we're all thinking the same things. We've all been in a stall and seen the guy with the show. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you think Kiki going on the floor is a problem, wait till Scooter goes on the floor. It's a bigger I, tell problem. Tell me about it. Yeah. And my my brother defended himself by saying it was cold out. <laughs> the horse wanted to come inside. <laughs> he just wanted to do something goofy. And <laughs> he just you know. wanted to bring Where the was your father? Where was your father? Where in the world was your father? He was up in the high father? country. He was up in the oh, country. Oh, 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 but, okay. But I, I love how I love your optimism. As though had he been there parenting my kid. <laughs> See, well, that was my dreamer. question. That was what I was that, thinking. 
That Stay golden, pony boy. Don't ever yeah, change. Right. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry want you to color your way to winning a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of the Bob and Sherry coloring book, It's Always Something, a coloring book for exhausted adults. All you have to do is... Number one. Go to the Bob and Sherry website and hit the contest page. Number two. Download the image. Number three. Color the image however you want. Number four. Upload the image to hello at bobandsherry.com, where our blue ribbon panel of judges will pick a winner. Color your way to a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of our new coloring book from Bob and Sherry. The new and improved Bob and Sherry website. Just go to bobandsherry.com. When the clickbait landed in my inbox for what are the most relaxing states in America, before I tapped it, I was like, well, let me try to guess because I know Hawaii's in there somewhere. And it is, but I would not have guessed the other four. Do you want to take a shot? Most relaxing states? The most relaxing states, and this was okay. the percent they they did they actually scored this, the number of people in each in each of these states that report like mental distress, physical distress, pain, struggle, all of it, and these are the the states the five states in America that score the lowest for physical and mental stress and discomfort. Wyoming number. Wyoming's not on the list. Okay. Number one. Number one is Utah. Utah is not on the list. It's Utah is not on the list. Dude, I told you I was like, except for Hawaii, which is on the list, I did not guess any of these. Right. I all got right, them I all wanna, wrong. I still want to I still want to guess. Uh okay. let me see. Okay. So it's not uh, Wyoming. Verm- not Vermont. Vermont. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Since in Wyoming is the one with the least density for population. That's why I thought maybe it was. And, and yet, and trust me, I know I have family there. They managed to be ticked off about something. <laughs> Still, <laughs> um, go on. Um, okay. Vermont, Wyoming, Utah. Nope. Alaska. For real. Alaska's on the list. Okay. Alaska comes in fourth place. What was the other one that was on the list that we got? Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Where was Hawaii? Hawaii's in second place. It is not second the most relaxed. Place? It is not the most relaxed state. And I think partly because it's an expensive place to live. I think that's the reason that it got edged out by the surprise. I think you'll be surprised by the winner, but you've been there and you know the people there. And you, once you hear South it, you'll Dakota. Be like, yes. South Dakota. You'll be like, yup. South Dakota is the number one most relaxed state oh, wow. in America. It's number the one. Lowest Mm-hmm. The lowest number of mentally stressed residents, less than 10%, less than 8% of South Dakotans report any kind of like real physical issues, yeah. happy, healthy, chill people. So in fifth place, and this is, uh, you, we could sit here all day and you will never guess that the fifth most relaxed state in America is Maryland. Hmm. I, no, I, I thought the that. proximity to DC would have stressed everybody right out of their yeah. minds. Yeah. So yeah. Maryland's in fifth place. Alaska comes in fourth place. Um, again, number three, when you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, but you'll never yeah. guess it. I think I can guess it. Okay. You have a real connection to the place, and it's not Maine. Connecticut? Nope. North Carolina? Those people are very stressed. It's expensive South to live Carolina? there. The neighbors are always thinner and wealthier than you are. Connecticut's exhausting. It's not yeah. Carolina's. It's not the Carolinas. Uh-uh. And I have a, I have a connection to there mm-hmm. in some way, Strong. shape, or form. 
Strong connection. It's in the I Midwest. have a strong. It's in the Midwest. I have a strong. Oh, Nebraska. Can you please share with us what your freaking connection to Nebraska might be? My sister was living there for a while. That's the only, the, the only connection I have. Illinois. Landon oh, lived in Chicago oh, that's for a million right, years. Right. See, I would not have guessed Illinois. It's a great state. Yeah, I told Chicago you. is a wonderful city, but I would not I don't think of that as relaxing. It's the third Illinois is the third most relaxed state in the country. So all of our fantasy ideas about, oh, you know, you need like a beach paradise and mm-hmm. perfect weather year round. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You just need a place where people are decent and the cost of living isn't insane and people still have some integrity and some values. You need Illinois and South Dakota and Alaska. Are, are, you, not, are you not surprised that Utah is not in there somewhere? I am, actually. Yeah, I was. I would I mean, have thought you, Utah was a pretty happy place. Right. Yeah. But evidently, uh, well, I'm sure yeah. it is, but not in that top five. That's interesting. So there you go. Congratulations, yeah. South Dakota. We'll be back to see y'all soon. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.